Hello, my friends. How are you today? Welcome to the Urbantopia podcast, the podcast that focuses on the most important relationship you have, the one with yourself. If you want to learn and get inspired about your life, growth, health, your relationship with yourself and with everything that surrounds you, then let me tell you that you are in the right place. Thanks for being here, my friend, and enjoy the episode. Hi everybody, super grateful, super pumped for you to be here with us for our first official launch of the podcast. First of all, thank you for your time and thank you for being here. Let me start this podcast with a quote. The cure of humanity is in humanity. This quote or sentence, I'm not sure who says it, I couldn't find anything or any credit for it, but it resonates so much with me because this podcast will be focused specifically on working, developing, transforming your life. We're going to be sharing a lot of experiences. We're going to be sharing a lot of techniques. We're going to be sharing stories. We're going to have interviews. We're going to give you like a very condensed actionable steps for many topics that are part of our day-to-day life and that with applying them, it's going to help you get to your next level whether that is, you know, parenting better, having a better marriage, having a better finance situation, growing in business, growing in your career, being good with yourself, because I am a firm believer in the human being, in our heart, in our mind, in our brain, and in our capacity to do everything and anything we set our heart and our mind to. So with this, I think I defined what's the podcast. It's going to be a platform that is focused on the human growth. It's going to present principles and techniques and concepts that maybe you're familiar to or maybe you're not yet. Always in the aim to inspire you, to give you daily drops of inspiration, optimism, motivation sometimes support to you know to to respond to your questions to talk about actuality and and the world and how it is right now are you ready to start your transformation i hope you said yes so let's go to the next sequence of this episode we're gonna talk about why it came to be and why i felt the need to launch this project first of all since years i have been learning and you know, transforming my own life. I have been healing myself. I have been supporting myself. I have been, you know, going through a lot of ups and downs, a lot of life experiences. And when I go back and review all this growth over the last 12 and 13 years, there was one specific point that was very, very constant that I could find in every learning, in every experience and in every difficulty or breakthrough I had. And that element is myself, my own power, believing in my own ability to figure everything out. And how did I polish that? Simply by working on myself, specifically on the world within. Getting to a point of alignment that made me reach levels of growth and transformation at every difficulty, at every experience, at every challenge, at every change in my life. And you guys, for those who don't know me, I am a serial changer. Like change for me is like oxygen. I need it every day, whether that's like diving into something like an unknown project, moving countries in two weeks or a week, um, 
well, pregnancy, divorce, another marriage, etc., etc. I'm going to be talking more about my life experience here and there. But the point is, basically, the world within is a platform that we want to put out there for you for you to gain your power back, for you to get inspired and understand that you got this and you will always get this. Now, let me tell you, you don't just snap your finger and this happens. It takes a lot of commitment. It takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of clarity. It takes a lot of things to get to this point where you are perfectly aligned with yourself. But the moment you decide to do it, you started that process. So congratulations for being here and thank you, thank you, thank you again. Let me develop a little bit more about why I say the only thing that we can count on in life is ourselves. Of course, we can have families and friends and colleagues, etc. But when everything goes wrong, you still get yourself. You still have yourself. And that means that everything is always possible. Everything is figureoutable, as Marie Forleo says. This podcast is also my message to every culture and every society out there that tells us the day we are born, society comes and tells you, hey, this is the guidebook of your life. If you are born in India, then you will be having a life like this if you're a girl. If you are born in the US in a certain state under a certain family, then hey, this is the guidebook you need to live with. And, you know, even if I'm Arabic and I come from uh, Morocco and I'm a Muslim, I do feel that this kind of guidebook life is global, is like an issue that we're facing everywhere, where the moment we are born, we give our power to everybody, like to our teachers, to our, I don't know, churches, mosques, imam, rabbis, parents, family, friends. Everybody thinks they get to say what we need to do and they get to tell us what to do in life. And I'm not sure about you, but... I am sure you can recognize yourself in situations where you did something because that's what everybody does. Like, I know a lot of people that get to their 25, 26 years old and then they're like, I'm not married yet, I need to get married. And then I need to get the first kid by 30. And then I need to buy a house. And then I need to save X amount of time by X age. And then I need to go in Christmas to Dubai and in August to Thailand, and then I need to put my kids in this school, and I need to be driving this car and wearing this watch. Well, guess what? No, you do whatever the F you want, whenever you want, as long as that is exactly what you feel like doing, as long as you are aligned with yourself. For example, I'm an architect. I left many times super high paying jobs just to have a sabbatical and travel around or to get my certification in yoga teaching, or to move countries and, you know, get settled with my then boyfriend and get married, you know? And here is the great news. Why I am one of the best mentors when it comes to going against society. (laughs) This is a funny one because I know friends who know me very well, they will laugh. Because I happen to always function against the program. Since I was a kid, and I remember my late father telling me, you really have to tone down this aspect of you because you're going to struggle in life. And then I would think about it and then I would just respond and say, you know, if I struggle, but with choice, 
it being my choice, then I have no problem. But then I would struggle much more if I had to comply with stupid rules or follow or, you know, I'm not a good person at doing that. So that's number one. You're listening here to a person that always questions the status quo. And by that, it means I don't just consume things as they are. I don't just follow the masses. It doesn't bother me at all to be the only person not doing something as long as I know I am being true to myself. And listen, this doesn't need like some kind of superpower. And I do understand that there is a lot of peer pressure out there. And I do understand there is society and family pressure and these groups of influence that we have around us that sometimes push us to one side or to the other. But I am here to tell you that you can still live a life that is true to yourself. You can still grow and develop projects and maybe a new career or like step out of that marriage and get into a new relation that is more aligned with yourself or parent your kids in a different way or decide and be at peace with the fact that you don't want to get married. You don't want to have kids. Yes, that is possible. I just want you to understand that it's okay. Number one that you don't need anybody's permission, number two. And with the episodes that we will be sharing, I hope and my like deepest, deepest, deepest hope and wish is for me to give you, even if it's one tip or one revelation that will click in your mind and allow you to take that next step, then I will be happy and this project would be worth it. So like I said, this project has been coming along for a while. Between brackets, sometimes there is noise outside. Sorry about that. And hopefully you don't hear it. (laughs) So this project has been a development of like a life experience, which I will name as my quest to unlocking the secret of our human potential. So in 2007, when my father died, I found myself going back into corporate work four days after he died, thinking, I'm fine, I'm fine. I'm just going to go back to work. It's okay. And then instantly my, my back blocked back then, I remember. And then I started having sleep apnea. And then I was working at the very luxurious, you know, floors of LVMH group, uh, designing their stores in the USA, in Japan. You know, I, I used to take elevator rides with Monsieur Bernard Arnault. I would share with him pain au chocolat or croissant sometimes. <laughs> you know, it was very amazing as an experience because obviously I had some amazing humans around me. But then that specific turning point in my life, which is the fact that I lost my father, the fact that I wasn't with him when he died, and the fact that I couldn't even travel back to Morocco to be with him because my passport was held at the office where they deliver uh, residence cards. So let me tell you just as, as a detail, my father is the closest person to me until today. My father was that person that gave me the confidence that protected me and protected my freedom. This was a very particular aspect of his because whenever somebody would try to limit me, like my mother or, you know, somebody from the family that would want to protect me, thinking I'm, I'm going to get in trouble, my father would come and say, let her do whatever she wants. And then he would come and tell me, look, you do whatever you want. I trust you. But then if you do something wrong, if you do something dangerous, don't come to me and ask me for help. 
So since a young age, he never kind of stopped me from doing what I wanted, but he gave me ownership and responsibility in my own hands. And I think this forged, forged, (laughs) you get the point, my life experience after then, because I was always super conscious about choices and the power of choices and decision-making and the power of decision-making. Anyways, this is a story for another episode, but all this to say that when he died, it was a turning point in my life. I started questioning life, the human experience, and those symptoms that I started having were a very clear message from life telling me, take a break, do something else. You really need to take care of yourself and to assimilate this you know, experience. You know what? Uh, I believe in, I always believe then that when we are doing something against our hearts, life gives us feedback. And sometimes the feedback is, you know, a great promotion or a successful business or a thriving family or uh, a great trip or something. And sometimes it's a sickness, it's a burnout, it's anxiety, it's, uh, it's physical issues, it's sleep apnea, you know? So again, I am somebody who doesn't follow the rules And I know that my job was amazing in a super prestigious company in Paris, by the Louvre. I used to go to the fashion stuff and all these things, very very glamorous things that I love and I loved back then. But then I listened. And it's funny because the circumstances of life are very like, you know, nothing happens just like that. Everything happens for a reason. I had a friend back then. Italian and he was going to this yoga class and he was like you know if you have sleep apnea come with me try it because you're gonna learn how to breathe you're gonna learn things it's really good it's gonna help you sleep better it's gonna help you with you know everything you're going through and again if you would see me the day after my father died you would think this woman is normal there is nothing that happened in her life um, so so clearly I was like either in den- denial or in uh, processing things in my own way because I happen to be that kind of person in front of a huge crisis. I am the calmest one in the room. So I was like, okay, I'll go with you. By the way, I did go to therapy. I did two sessions and the doctor first session told me, I think you don't need me. You have your own answers. You know what you have to do. You just have to, you know, take care of yourself and take it easy. But regarding your way of processing this, it's okay. You have all the answers you need anyways. So I went to do this class. Um, It was painful physically. But then I learned that they had these theory classes and philosophy, deep uh, workshops, etc. And I'm like, huh, this is cool. And then they had these uh, circles of certain techniques, certain gatherings, etc. that did intrigue me. So I was that kind of student that would go to all the activities like theory and uh, the events and the dinners, etc., but never show up to the actual (laughs) practice (laughs) because it was painful in the beginning and I wasn't the most strong, flexible, toned person. But eventually that settled in. I loved everything and I decided to take the course. Now, please be mindful. That's not a monthly, just a month workshop and then or few hours. That's like a yearly commitment to learn the techniques, to learn every single aspect of each technique, uh, the theory behind it, the philosophy behind it. And then we have like four or five exams that we take. It's an international kind of uh, certification, etc. So, you know, I got hooked when I saw that everything made sense and I got even more hooked 
when I saw that it was nothing of that spiritual, religious things that people sell around, like, oh, yoga is for Zen people. Nothing like that. So again, this will be for another episode, but I'm just summarizing here. So that was my first stop. So I learned everything about yoga, pre-classical yoga, Tantra Samkhya philosophy, which is uh, natural, naturalistic, non-repressive. In a way, it's not religious and it's not repressive, so uh, it doesn't clash with my own religious beliefs, etc. And that was super important for me. And then, once I finished that circle, I was like, wait, if yoga and the power of every technique and meditation and relaxation and visualizations and mental programming, etc., if it can have such a powerful effect, because I could see the result in myself, well, I need to understand why from a scientific level. So I dove into neuroscience, neuroplasticity, epigenetics, quantum physics, everything around this. And then also I studied a lot of uh, Abraham Hicks, manifestation, etc., the law of attraction, Eckhart Tolle, you name it. I went through everything. And the last stop was after knowing all of this and after unlocking all the secrets of our emotions, energies, uh, mental body and physical body and ultimately super conscious and hyper consciousness. Okay, I was thinking, what is missing? And then I stumbled upon an interview with Brandon Burchard once. And I liked his approach into the coaching world, but not from a hustle and grit perspective, but rather from living a fully charged life, having confidence and contributing back to the world. And in a way, his approach was how to live our life at the optimum levels while keeping that state and that growth over time, which means sustainable growth. So then I went to his events in the USA and then I signed up for his coaching certification where I was blown away by what we learned and how like the level of professionalism and structure was. Why? Because his research and his certification and his framework that we are trained on is based on data and research. So it's not just based on whatever he thinks it is. It's based really on what makes the highest performers in the world be the way they are. And it's based like on interviews and like research on 7 million people. So that's like a lot of data. And also it gave me the confidence that I wasn't learning something just, you know, a light coaching program that doesn't have any start or end. And it did add to my knowledge because it just connected with the rest. And then I felt, okay, I have the full circle right now. Right now, I can help people. I can put all of this at the service of the world. And this is what the podcast is. Not to forget that I am always that friend and family member that listens, that asks the right questions, that is always there to support. And, you know, I... I didn't want this to remain just in my inner circle. I really wanted to share it selflessly with the world. And speaking of the world, especially right now in the middle of pandemic, we need more love, we need more gratitude, we need more compassion, we need more laughs, we need more caring, we need more connections. So honestly, when I think about what I'm doing right now, it feels a million times more aligned and the sense of purpose is so huge 
that right now I'm sitting here recording this podcast and I'm, I'm like, my heart is full. So with your support, I am here to support humanity and listeners who are struggling with doubts, who are lost, who don't know what's their purpose, who feel like they're stressed, anxious, who feel there is something missing in their life, who want more connection to their spouse or their families or their friends, who want to trust their abilities to figure things out more. I am here to support you no matter what, because I believe in you and I believe in, in you know, that nurturing trust creates trust. Nurturing humans creates better humans. So hopefully I'm going to be able to touch your life and, and help you take the next step. And just to summarize and close the second part of the podcast, the world within is my and our contribution to help the world and humanity shift the narrative from hustle to alignment, from competition to kindness and support, from defensiveness to trust, from over-consuming to sharing and caring. Again, we're going to be sharing knowledge, tools, stories, techniques that will always have one goal, to inspire you, teach you, and just sometimes to spend the moment together, you know, like we're having a cup of tea together. Thank you very much for being here. So this leads us to the third part of this podcast, what to expect. Well, we have planned three phases. Phase one is launching the podcast, which is this very urge that I am having. I just want to throw it to the world and then feed that baby and, and just put that out there. So that's going to be phase one. The date I want to share this with is already defined. I'm not going to talk about it today just because it doesn't make sense. You're going to listen to this on that day. <laughs> so hello. <laughs> the episodes will be something from 30 to 40 minutes max. So this will be phase one. Phase two is going to be launching our bite-size videos and podcasts that are more short, like they're between three and five minutes. It's going to either talk about a subject, touching humanity, touching our growth, touching uh, questions I get, responding to que questions with action points, giving you techniques, teaching you techniques sometimes, like really sitting and telling you, okay, today we're going to do this and we will sit together and do it together. It's, it, is, it is supposed to be videos and blogs and a podcast, but if the time doesn't allow, we will only have the podcast format. This is going to be phase two. Phase three is going to be to launch our full platform that will have the podcast, the blogs, the coaching bite-sized episode that I talked about, products, workshops, membership area, and also one of the most exciting parts of that project is an e-commerce area where we're going to be partnering with local brands from Morocco in Arabic countries. We're going to have capsule collections, which means like small, very limited edition collections coming from Morocco, from Egypt, from other countries. And those will be handmade, you know, eco-friendly, sourced ethically. We're going to put them on sale on our website. And with your contribution, we're going to be able to give back to associations who help kids go to school, who help teenagers and girls, who help single moms. Because the world, and the Arabic world specifically, needs to get better. 
at helping single women and teenage pregnancies and orphans and kids because to me the base of society is kindness and education and that's where I want to focus our help and giving back so thank you guys I think I went through everything please I have a request for you we are almost entering 2021 please bring optimism bring compassion bring kindness and put out some goodness in this world thank you again and again for listening and thank you for supporting us transform humanity one individual at a time much love so that's a wrap my friend thanks for listening i really appreciate it you can also support us on instagram facebook and twitter like share and spread the good vibes Thank you again and we will meet next week for a new episode. Until then, live fully and be kind to yourself.